This program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini studio creator, US42, is your new personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands. This is your audio source for all the news, reviews, and insight into the world of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now join your hosts, Brian, Alex, and Darby. Bossa Nova! Bossa Nova? Chevy Nova? Time for the Turtle Power Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to a, another episode of the Turtle Power Podcast. This is your host, Ryan, and I am uh, once again coming to you uh, by myself <laughs> uh, at this time, uh, just like uh, last episode. Uh, I'm going to go over all of the news bites, and then uh, we're going to have Darby and Alex join us later in the show uh, to go more in-depth in uh, a couple of the topics. Now, I know it's been way too long since we've had an episode, but Darby and Alex and I have had a lot of things going on in our lives right now, but uh, uh, hopefully we can uh, keep it up here and uh, provide some new episodes for you more on a regular basis. So with that, let's just get right into it with the news the authorities won't talk to us but they might talk to a tv news reporter how do i look uh great general april o'neill channel 9 news uh channel 6 news so what's with the getup? you a news reporter <laughs> in another lifetime maybe this is april o'neill channel 6 news april o'neill channel 3 eyewitness news this is april o'neill Channel 3 News. So the first thing we want to talk about is that the, uh, if you guys remember the Turtle Power documentary that came out uh, a few years ago, there's actually going to be a volume two. Uh, Isaac Elliott Fisher, who is, uh, of course, uh, one of the uh, the main guys behind the first volume, uh, recently joined our friends over at Turtle Flakes and uh, talked all about uh, volumes one and two. Uh, if you remember... Way back in uh, in the uh, Turtle Power podcast history, we had Randall Lobb, uh, one of the other uh, gentlemen behind that documentary. Uh, we had him on the show, and uh, that that documentary was absolutely fantastic. And uh, you knew that they had to cut out so much uh, great information, great detail, and and not even just cut out, but also had to come short because there was so much new content coming from uh, the world of. Uh, of Nickelodeon and Viacom, and and so uh, there's going to be a volume two, and uh, we uh, um, 
hopefully we'll be hearing from it soon. Uh, hoping to get uh, uh, the guys on uh, um, Turtle Power Podcast as well. So um, we'll be looking out for that here shortly. We had a certain Adam Arnali uh, reach out to us. Uh, this is a this is a fantastic video that he made. It's a uh, it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Why No More Sequels Are Planned. Uh, this is a fantastic uh, video game version of uh, the Turtles, and actually plays out in the uh, the old arcade video games. Um, definitely check it out. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Nickelodeon Universe uh, opening in New Jersey. Uh, this is going to be similar to the Nickelodeon Universe at the Mall of America in Minnesota. I've got a link to that uh, in the show notes. Uh, I believe there's actually going to be a uh, some Nickelodeon content out in Dubai at a uh, um, a new theme park uh, thing that's going to be built out there. So uh, not a lot of detail on that, but uh, we'll uh, keep you updated when we hear more info. <laughs> Uh, for all of our listeners out in the uh, the UAE, so uh, Springfield, Massachusetts Museum exhibit. This is a uh, pretty interesting. This is a uh, Turtles uh, museum exhibit. Uh, I think this is a little different than the one that we had talked about uh, previously. Uh, I think this is more focused on um, the turtles and their connection to Japanese um, uh, samurai lore. So. This is called Turtle Power, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Samurai Heroes. Uh, and it is uh, open and uh, it's going to be there uh, for a little while. So, um, yeah, it's going to run through May 14th, 2017. So, uh, if you're in the Massachusetts area, uh, take a look in the show notes for a link to uh, this great exhibit. Uh, Denver Broncos' TJ Ward uh, apparently is a big uh, Turtles fan, of course, Darby. Uh, living in Denver, uh, had to make sure everybody knew that uh, he was rocking some TMNT socks uh, as they left to play the Titans. And uh, for uh, for all of you Nick Turtles fans out there, uh, there is a fantastic interview with Ciro Nielli on the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast. Uh, we have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, it goes into detail about not only his past, but also basically how the Nick Turtles came to be. So definitely check that out in the show notes. Now, let's get on to video game news. Well, while it's not exactly video game news, we do have an update on TMNT Shadows of the Past board game, it's now available, and if you remember, this is the uh, board game that was uh, uh, on Kickstarter, I believe is what it was, uh, Kickstarter, and uh, it is now available for purchase for everyone. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon. Uh, there's several versions available on there. Just do a search for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shadows of the Past. And uh, lastly, in <laughs> video game news, uh, there's a very interesting uh, article on GamesRadar.com. And it's entitled, Why Platinum's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Reimagines Arcade Brawling and Hides Many Secrets. And I'd have to uh, you know, agree with a lot of the points that are brought up in this, in this article in that uh, I think that the, the most recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game, uh, uh, this is Mutants in Manhattan, of course, I think it, it had um, a lot of uh, negative um, 
uh, feedback. I don't even want to say feedback because I think that that would be more fair if it, if it were feedback. I think this was just a negative reaction by, by critics. And I think once you get your hands on it, you find that it, especially if you're a turtles fan, that this game can actually be quite enjoyable. So, um, and this actually, this article was originally appeared in Xbox, the official magazine as well. So, um, a lot of people have hopefully got their, their hands and their, their eyes on this article. So, um, definitely, uh, take a look at this article in the show notes. Now let's move on to TV news. We've been in a little bit of a, uh, uh, a hold for the uh, Nick Turtle series right now, but uh, season four, volume two, which is uh, Earth's Last Stand, is uh, coming to DVD, or actually is just released on uh, DVD, uh, thanks to Luis Alan Rizzo for that information. Uh, Tiger Call wanted to let us know about uh, uh, letting our uh, getting a first look at Wingnut from the latest episode of the uh, Nick TMNT series. We've got a link to that. Uh, Stan Sakai uh, has confirmed, and and also Ciro has confirmed that Usagi Yojimbo will in fact be part of the Nick Turtles series. Uh, very very excited to uh, to see where this goes. Um, Ciro actually talks a little bit about it as much as he can in that interview that I mentioned earlier. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Alapex, who's going to be voiced by Mene Noji. Uh, and of course we've seen super shredder already, uh, in this, in this series. Um, Alopex is definitely got a, uh, a tiger claw backstory. They talked a little bit about that at the New York, uh, comic con panel. And, uh, we've actually gotten to see Alopex design now. It, it does, she does look a little bit like, uh, Ninjara. If you remember Ninjara, that character from the, um, from the comics. Um, they both kind of wear like kind of like baggy purple pants. Um, and then we've got some, uh, some links, uh, in the show notes, uh, for, uh, what those looks are from, uh, the Nick Turtle series. And of course we have, uh, the one and only Cavaxis. Uh, well, okay. We might not know Cavaxis, but we do know the one and only Mark Hamill. Uh, and he is of course voicing Cavaxis in the Nick Turtle series. So, uh, while the, uh, the second half, or it's not really the second half, <laughs> the series is kind of the way they've divided up, uh, episodes in, uh, in this Nick Turtle series is, is kind of, um, uh, different. <laughs> so, uh, once we get back from this break, uh, I think the next, uh, the next few weeks of, of Nick Turtle is going to be very, very exciting. Uh, and we'll, we'll, finish up this season which has been absolutely amazing and in full disclosure uh, we were actually trying to get Ciro Nielli and Brandon Allman onto the show here for our 50th episode but to no avail but that's okay because we still want them on the show so fingers crossed uh, that we're able to get them on the show because uh, we want to definitely dig deeper uh, into uh, their heads and and, you know really understand how this amazing show clicks uh not just with uh you know the the young viewers but also with the old viewers and uh and also just to uh to let them know that that we really really enjoy it so 
uh, fingers crossed and hopefully we can get them on here soon. So uh, with that, let's get into collecting news. From Playmates! Lost time on the Turtle Power Podcast. My number three is TMNT. This is going to be an animated version. Uh, I, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Probably not the 87. It would have to be either 2003 or the Nick Turtles. You, you could do this with the Nick Turtles. Uh, a crossover with an animated version of the WWE. Nice. So the WWE had uh, a TV show, and yeah. uh, was it the eighties? Yeah, so I mean, so, you could... well, yeah, and they've done some. It was uh, terrible. They've done some <laughs> Scooby Doo movies lately, <laughs> where they've got animated versions. Ryan's favorite, Ryan's favorite version of Raph is Wrestler Raph in his tight black spandex. So <laughs> See, of course, you but uh, obviously, yes. you also have the perfect situation of Sheamus versus Rocksteady, right? I mean, that how epic would that be? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's so many potential. I think it actually combination. I, think, I get I get why you'd want Sheamus to fight Rocksteady, but I'd rather have him fight Bebop because I think that'd be far more well, entertaining. It'd be it'd be kind of cool to to kind of branch out into the Intergalactic Wrestling Federation too, with all that. Right. Yeah. So that's the whole oh, yeah. that that's the storyline, right? The, the turtles the turtles have been wrestling in the Intergalactic uh, Wrestling Federation, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then the WWE comes in and buys them, right? Buys their their territory, <laughs> just like Vince did back in the in the eighties. And uh, mm-hmm. and so now they 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 kind of swallow up, yeah, just like you did in WCW mm-hmm. and ECW as well. So swallows up their territory, swallows up their wrestlers, and so now those wrestlers have to fight to keep their job. Sounds like Ryan's been swallowing something from the WWE. <laughs> What? There is the WWE's side note. WWE's been fantastic lately. So, my boy Kevin Owens, Universal Champ. Uh, AJ is going to gonna take the WWE oh. Championship. It's going to be amazing. So, the WWE animated oh, yeah. series, uh, voiced by the WWE wrestlers. Uh, you know, you've got obvious parallels there with Leo and John Cena, right? Uh, obvious crossover there. Um, yeah, it would just, it would be fantastic. So, uh, that's my number three. What's up everybody, Damon here with IGN News. Nickelodeon's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and WWE have joined forces for a collaboration called Ninja Superstars. These co-branded action figures from Playmates Toys will feature the Ninja Turtles suited up as iconic WWE superstars. There are four turtles, so naturally, we're also dealing with four famous wrestlers. Leonardo as John Cena, Raphael as Sting, Donatello as The Undertaker, and party dude Michelangelo as WWE Hall of Famer Macho Man Randy Savage. Each figure stands six inches tall, is fully articulated, and comes with full ring gear and sewer slam accessories. They'll be featured at the Nickelodeon booth at New York Comic Con after the TMNT panel concludes on Friday, and will be available exclusively at Walmart in November. For more toy mashup news, stay tuned as you well, I was pretty spot on with the crossover. However, I, I guessed animated series, not 
action figures, but I uh, I cannot say I'm disappointed. Uh, man, I even nailed uh, the uh, the crossover with uh, Leonardo and John Cena as well. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, by the way, thank you to uh, Damon over in uh, IGN uh, for that clip. Um, yeah. So very uh, very interesting crossover that was announced at uh, New York Comic Con. Um, now I have not been able to get my hands on these things. Um, I know they're exclusive at Walmart. Uh, they were originally supposed to come out in November. I think they didn't come out until December. Um, and I can't find these things at all. So let us know if, uh, if you're able to find these, um, we've got some links in the uh, show notes to, uh, uh, WWE superstar and, uh, and <laughs> resident fanboy Zach Ryder. Uh, and he's doing some unboxing, uh, uh, yes. Uh, if you, as you heard, uh, in there, Leo Cena, Raph Sting, Don Undertaker, and Mike Macho Man Randy, uh, Randy Savage. So, um, take a look at those, and uh, hopefully, I can get my hands on uh, that Raph Sting because uh, that is something I need to get. Uh, let's see, Models Workshop. Uh, it's uh, at M W A H Podcast. <laughs> says, uh, oh my god, I want these, especially Donnie. Uh, uh, let's see, anyone I know going to be at New York Comic Con. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully we can get our hands on these things. Um, there was, I just got to mention this, the New York Comic Con exclusive uh, TMNT Eastman and Laird Villains 4-pack. There were 3,000 of these. Uh, they were at $100 a pop. And uh, they went like hotcakes. Uh, this is the uh, exclusive that they had there. For um, it had the uh, shredder, and I think it was three uh, foot soldiers. Yeah, uh, four, four foot soldiers. And uh, this basically matches. No, it was three foot soldiers. I was right. Uh, basically matches the uh, the NECA turtles that uh, the NECA made years and years ago. This is something that's kind of been a almost like a mythological set here uh, because these were originally planned years and years ago with that original uh, Turtles set. Uh, so it was nice to see that they finally got uh, their proper release. But uh, yeah, they um, they went like hotcakes. So um, it maybe find some on eBay. <laughs> uh, speaking of NECA, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990 movie uh, one quarter scale action figures are, uh, now being shipped, I believe. Um, so they've got, uh, a, uh, Raphael Donatello. I think Leonardo is just being shipped now. And, uh, these things look fantastic. Now I, I haven't been hearing the best of reviews when it comes to these things, but, uh, I, I think the pictures look fantastic. So, uh, once again, uh, check the show notes for, uh, all the links. The uh, first ever TMNT toys designed by co-creator Kevin Eastman. And I got to tell you, these things are pretty badass. Uh, very different styling of the turtles here. Now, these are going to be available um, over at uh, KevinEastmanStudios.com. And they feature custom paint and headgear, uh, individual tattoos, uh, signed copy of the original concept sketches, and a miniature pizza box signed and numbered with a head sketch by Kevin Eastman. Mm -hmm. Now, these things are not cheap. I'll just go ahead and let you know. Uh, we are looking at a, a total of uh, $2,000 for the entire set of four. Um, the, they, I think they're actually $1,000 for two pairs. Uh, the first pair is a uh, Leo and Mikey, 
And uh, yeah, second pair is Raph and Donnie. The um, Leo and Mikey is supposed to be released very soon, uh, if not already. Um, and then Donnie and Raph is supposed to be uh, early 2017. So uh, take a look at uh, Kevin Eastman Studios uh, for this. Uh, you'll see right at the top it says My Turtles. And uh, you can go down there and uh, click on the links for all these. Very interesting design on all these, uh, of course, red bandanas across the board. So take a look at that in the show notes. Next up is pre-orders begin for the leader of the Foot Clan, Shredder. Uh, this is a story over at actionfigureinsider.com and also at Comics Alliance. Uh, this is from the uh, the good folks at Good Smile, James, uh, Good Smile. Uh, this is the James Jean TMNT Shredder statue. And I just got to tell you, this thing looks amazing. Um, I, you you got to check the show notes for this one, folks. Uh, um, yeah, it, this thing is, is phenomenal looking. Uh, it's, uh, again, we got a glimpse of, of at, uh, at, the, uh, at New York Comic Con, a uh, unpainted prototype there. Uh, it is scheduled to arrive in 2017, in April of 2017. It's going to retail uh, between 140 and $160 in the U.S. And, uh, man, this I tell you, this thing is unbelievable. So uh, check the show notes for that. Man, it looks good. Wanted to bring this up, uh, and, and uh, Darby will get a kick out of this because I know he had these uh, back in the day, but... Uh, bad buddies uh so if you guys remember uh or maybe you guys had some uh darby definitely had uh these back in the day but uh uh those little um like basic they they weren't even i mean they were stuffed animals but they weren't animals they were people uh and basically they were like wrestling buddies and so they had a hulkster and they had like an ultimate warrior one and and well there's a bad buddies uh, being sold by uh, ToyDuJour.com, and they actually have a Krang in Android body, Bad Buddy. Uh, it's available for $40, so uh, check that out in the show notes. Mondo Prince of Zero Concept Art um, of uh, Nick Turtles, Casey Jones, and Metalhead uh, were uh, made available at a, uh, a Mondo Nickelodeon show. And uh, we've got the links in the show notes to this. I, I've I've kind of been collecting this stuff because Mondo's been releasing uh, these prints uh, from Ciro's original concept art uh, for the Nick Turtles, and uh, I've got all the all the the four turtles, and uh, now um, there's this on uh, Casey Jones and Metalhead. If even if you're not gonna purchase the prints um, or find them online. Um, uh, now I think, I think they, I'm not sure if they even had any available online for this, so you might have to get a second hand, but, uh, even if you don't have a chance to get the print, definitely check out the concept art itself because, uh, I think it, it, it's really interesting because it goes into detail on even like their height and little details on their face. And, uh, it's, it's very interesting to see how it goes from concept art to, uh, what we finally see on the show. So. Once again, check it out in the show notes. Kid Robot and Nickelodeon are launching a new Ninja Turtles 8-inch figure series line. This is from uh, actionfigureinsider.com. And uh, this is a very interesting line because 
they uh the figures are solid color uh blue purple red and orange i'll let you figure out which ones are which uh and then there's also a variant series which has the characters dipped in like a black paint uh and kind of splashed up onto them uh from their feet up and uh and very very uh interesting design so uh um i think these are available now for purchase over at kidrobot.com and with that, we are now heading into comic book news. I strike two on my way down. Donatello takes out a third with his staff. Already the pudgy ones are starting to panic. Raph loves this stuff. He's not alone. Why is he narrating? Is he crazy? Hardcore crazy. I love these guys! So it's pretty cool that we get to live in in an era where we get to have not just one, but two Ninja Turtle Batman crossovers. Uh, Of course, we are referring to the new animated uh, Ninja Turtles and Batman crossover. And uh, that is uh, now hitting stores. And uh, there's a lot... There's there was a few different uh, uh, cover variants. I think there is four, I think. Uh, and, we'll, of course, including one by Kevin Eastman. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been getting some good remarks. And uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing where this series turns out. I want to talk about the TMNT 100 project uh, trade paper book. This is going to be collecting all the images of the uh, TMNT, uh, IDW issue 50, um, hero initiative covers. So, um, I, I want to talk about this in particular because of, of what this does. So uh, I'll just read the solicitation here. It says the Turtle Stake Center stage in hero initiatives, famous 100 project format. IDW created a limited number of blank variant covers for the landmark Ninja Turtles issue 50. And Hero Initiative sent them to 100-plus top artists to create original covers. The results are here for you to see with great art from Dan Brenton. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Brereton. Uh, Dale Keown. Uh, Willis uh, Portacio. Stan Sakai. I know him. Uh, Bill Sinkowitz. Uh, Walt Simonson. And, of course, the one and only Kevin Eastman. Now, here's the important part. Proceeds. Benefit the Hero Initiative, uh, the only charity dedicated to helping comic book creators in medical or financial need. So this is going to be uh, going for fifteen dollars. There's 128 pages total. Uh, this is really going to be an art book, you know. Uh, but uh, the the book will never be reprinted, and all proceeds will go to the Hero Initiative uh, for those comic book creators in medical and financial need. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be available February 22nd of 2017. TMNT, the ultimate uh, comic art poster book, trade paperback. Uh, This is kind of in the same line where this is really more going to be an art book. But uh, one really cool aspect of this. So this is a beautiful oversized book of Kevin Eastman TMNT covers, each one suitable for framing. 16 terrific turtle covers, all by TMNT co-creator Kevin Eastman, with, now check this out, perforated edges enabling fans to easily remove any images for framing. 
your wall will never look the same. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's it's it is an art book, but you can actually take the pieces out and frame them um, where uh, wherever you'd like. So uh, cool little uh, detail with that book. And that is going to be available here uh, very soon, uh, December 21st, actually. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, actually, as you hear this, it'll be already out. So <laughs> be on the lookout. Uh, breaking news, TMNT returning for Free Comic Book Day of 2017. Uh, all 50 books for Free Comic Book Day 2017 were announced, and we now know that the initials are returning to Free Comic Book Day with TMNT Prelude to Dimension X from my, from IDW. Free Comic Book Day is the first Saturday in May each year, so in uh, 2017, it'll be May 6th. So you want to get your hands on a copy of this. Welcome back to Free Comic Book Day Ninja Turtles. And of course, that, along with all of our other comic book news, comes to us from tmnt-ninjaturtles.com. Uh, out now, IDW Series uh, 65 was just released. And uh, TMNT Universe, of course, is ongoing right now. Uh, number five is coming out December 21st. So uh, by the time you hear this, that issue five will be out. And issue six is going to be coming January 4th. And stay tuned for a special, uh, special, uh, very interesting thing we're going to be doing with issue six of uh, the TMNT Universe. For IDW Adventures, uh, The Amazing Adventures is on hiatus right now. But the uh, Batman animated TMNT Adventures crossover uh, is uh, we got issue two was just uh, recently uh, released and that is uh, issue two of five. So uh, uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple more months on the uh, uh, animated Batman and TMNT crossover in the Mirage front. Tales of the TMNT volume eight is out now that collects issues of Mirage Tales of the TMNT volume two issues 22 through 25. Volume 9, which collects Tales Volume 2, Issues 26 through 30, is scheduled for a January 10th, 2017 release. And uh, lastly, on the Archie front, TMNT Adventures Volume 13 Paperback, which collects Issues 55 through 57, is still scheduled to come out May 9th of 2017. And uh, just to note, uh, the Archie Adventures series went 72 issues. Uh, plus several special issues, uh, seasonal, uh, the Mighty Mutant Animals, uh, April ones, and etc. So with that, let's go into movie news. Yeah, one twenty-two, one twenty-two, and an eight. One twenty-two and an eight. Terrific. Where the heck is one twenty-two and an eight? You're standing on it, dude. So we do have a lot of links in the show notes about. Uh, uh, some different things that came out after the release of Out of the Shadows. We have a uh, interview with uh, Pete Plazek um, over at uh, comicbookmovie.com. There's an interview with Jeremy Howard um, over on YouTube. Uh, thanks to Tiger Claw for that. Um, there's a uh, <laughs> Brian T. Uh, interview over on comicbook.com. Um, and uh, note, he's a Wrath fan, so uh, I like that interview. Uh, honest trailers, of course, there had to be an honest trailers of uh, TMNT Out of the Shadows. Um, <laughs> we've got that in the show notes. That's pretty good. Uh, how TMNT Out of the Shadows should have ended. Uh, thanks to the Tiger Claw for that link over in uh, over on YouTube. And uh, 
from page to screen by Joe Blow movie trailers. Uh, that's uh, that's another fantastic view over on YouTube. So uh, check those out in the show notes. Um, so for for anybody who uh, does not have access to any of the deleted scenes from uh, Out of the Shadows, uh, we do have those available online. Uh, we've got the uh, uh, deleted scene of uh, Judith Hogue's cameo that we got cut uh, from the end of the movie. Um, I can see why they, they removed it. Um, just didn't seem to uh, fit well with the the the, uh, the the mood, if you will, at the end of the movie. So uh, check that out. There's a, uh, a feature about all the Easter eggs in uh, Out of the Shadows. And uh, another deleted scene uh, with uh, April and Casey. I believe that one is in the uh, the turtle van or, well, garbage truck. <laughs> uh, thanks to Tiger Claw for all of those links. Uh, Luis Anrezo, uh wanted to let us know of a uh, um, uh, some more uh, deleted scenes, early scenes. Um, and, uh, so we've got all of that in the show notes as well. Um, Tiger Claw <laughs> sent us this Timothy out of the shadows retold as an eight bit video game. Fantastic. Uh, gotta, gotta give it up for that one. Um, and then, uh, lastly two um, I guess big topics, uh, for this episode, uh, over on Collider, they had the, um, they had the, uh, the scoop, if you will of uh interviewing uh the guys from platinum dunes and they basically with with uh without really saying it they kind of said it that basically uh they do not plan on doing a tmnt three uh so of this incarnation i should say a platinum dunes ninja turtles three does not appear to be happening uh so now we're going to go into more detail uh with uh with uh, Darby and Alex on uh, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? And uh, uh, so we'll go into it a lot more, but um, that is not to say that there will not be any other Ninja Turtle movies. Of course, that just means that wouldn't be a platinum dunes. But uh, on that front, there is a rumor going around and this was based on a, uh, I believe it was based on a uh, survey that was being handed out by uh, the Warren brothers people that uh, they may be looking into perhaps doing a Batman Ninja Turtles animated crossover movie. Uh, So that is something that I think would be absolutely fantastic. Uh, We are also going to talk about this in more detail later on the show when I, with uh, Darby and Alex. So with that, let's get on to mutated messages. Sounds weird when he says it. Sounds weird when you say it. So Rob on Twitter uh, wanted to uh, send us a message and said, uh, he's a new listener, digging the podcast, listening to episode 25, has compelled me to pick up the IDW Publishing TMNT collections. I think that's a fantastic idea. Uh, IDW Turtles is uh, pretty much uh, one of the best uh, things we've got going right now as, as uh, Turtle fans. So I uh, hope you enjoy them. Uh, Lazy RMC on YouTube says, uh, thanks for the upload of the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles director Stephen Barron commentary 
Uh, he says he's been looking for this for a while. Uh, and of course, uh, this is from the German uh, DVD release. And uh, we were able to uh, get our hands on it. And uh, we uploaded it for everybody to, uh, to listen to. So enjoy. Uh, Cosmic Monster 77 says, uh, this is on uh, Twitter, says, uh, just got the Batman hardcover trade paperback. That book is awesome. It was one I didn't think about, but once I saw it, I instantly needed it. Uh, yes, it is absolutely awesome. Uh, our boy DPC at Hamster Rat, <laughs> uh, Daniel Paul Crow says, uh, found this today. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, Cute little sketch. Uh, it's, it, Mikey asks Raph. He says, "Hey, Raph, this is supposed to be when they're like not teenage mutant ninja turtles, like children mutant ninja turtles." He says, "Hey, Raph, where do turtles come from?" And Raph says, "You see, Mikey, when a rat and an ooze canister love each other very much." Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Critic Nation uh, in response on YouTube says, "You guys talk way too low. I can barely hear you. Um, uh, maybe the volume." I don't know. I'm just, that's probably just me being a jerk. Uh, yeah, I know we try to, um, we try to level all of our audio. So, uh, hopefully we're a little bit better this time. I actually just got a, a new setup here from Tascam, And, uh, uh, this is the, uh, this is the Tascam audio interface for, uh, personal broadcasting. It's the mini studio creator. Uh, and it is fantastic. So, um, you'll actually hear a little, uh, uh, little, soundbite from them uh at the uh, beginning of the show so uh thank you very much to the great folks at Tascam for uh, supporting the show tiger claw says uh there will never be a mature tmnt movie or game since viacom nickelodeon sees it as a children's property i'm surprised the other guys uh uh haven't gotten uh out of the shadows um a, a copy of it um he says, if you're a, a TMNT fan, it's a must own, uh, whether good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, listen to the podcast earlier. I hope you guys uh, uh, do more, maybe even review the latest episodes of the uh, Nick Turtles. Um, yeah, I I would uh, love to listen to, uh, or I'd love to be able to do more uh, more more episodes. But man, we, we like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, life's been crazy right now for all three of us, so um hopefully we can we can keep it up um i've got a lot of things going actually all three of us got a lot of things going on in our careers right now and uh um, a lot of personal stuff too so uh hopefully we can keep it up here but um uh you know fingers crossed <laughs> pray for us please <laughs> uh it says uh you guys ever played the tmnt legends mobile game curious on your thoughts on it um i have not uh, i believe that's the card game so uh um, I have not, uh, checked that out. Uh, so let us know if, uh, you've played it and, uh, we'll share your, uh, your feedback on the show and that's for everybody out there. Um, let's see here. Uh, there is a Indiegogo campaign for Nick Turtles Blood Brothers. Uh, we've got a link to that in the show notes. It's a, uh, fan film. And there's another fan film called Green Harvest. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan film. This is a shot-for-shot live and CG recreation of the 80s cartoon intro. And this was actually filmed by students here at the Dave School in Orlando, Florida. So this is actually pretty cool. I've heard of the Dave School before. Very talented uh, folks come out of that uh, that production school. So we've got a link to that uh, over at Vimeo in the show notes. 
So in response to our last episode, uh, the uh, TMNT crossovers that need to happen, uh, we did get a couple of, uh, of responses back uh, from some of our listeners, including the very talented Sal Otero over at Otero Studios, at uh, Lee Shenlong 10 on Twitter. Uh, he says, uh, one that needs to happen, Turtles and Green Lantern, where the turtles get the power rings. Uh, very, very uh, good idea there, Sal. And another one, Luke uh, at Breeders91 uh, says, uh, thanks for the uh, mention, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, as for my top wanted crossover, it has to be Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, it's a very good crossover. And uh, I believe we had, what was it, a Nick Turtles uh, Big Trouble in Little China crossover kind of episode-ish thing, uh, if my memory serves me correctly. But uh, yes, either way, that's a great idea, Luke. Uh, got a uh, uh, some notes here from Tim, longtime listener Tim Garaki on uh, uh, t- at Tim G three eleven on Twitter. Uh, great to have you guys back. Love the featured uh, topic discussion, and thanks so much for the shout out of my podcast. Here, you're welcome, Tim. Uh, David McDonald, another longtime listener, says uh, just found this Team and T fan movie on YouTube. Uh, it was good, but I thought the turtles came across as dicks. <laughs> uh, love the last show, by the way. And he sent in a link to this uh, fan film, TMNT fan movie, on YouTube. So uh, check that out in the show notes. Thanks, David. Uh, Desmond Winborn says, uh, Cowabunga. Well, Cowabunga back at you, dude. <laughs> uh, Vegan Sarni, longtime listener, Vegan Sarni, Vegan underscore Sarni on Twitter, says, uh, catching up with some old Nick TMNT episodes and uh, noticing a few things. This was actually pretty cool. So, um, uh, season two, uh, episode 11, uh, in which, uh, metalhead screamed like R2D2. Good catch. Uh, season two, episode 13, highly amused uh, by the gang's reaction to seeing themselves in the eighties footage. Um, mutagen comes from space worms question mark. Oh, well, I guess that's no weirder than say ice cream kitty. Very good point. Season two, episode 14, that final scene, uh, exclamation mark. Uh, they even used the, uh, the original uh, cartoon voices. Uh, that was a nice surprise. I like it when they do uh, little and sometimes bigger nods to the older material. Example, uh, the uh, yellow jumpsuit. Uh, so, uh, very yes, very nice. Uh, season 3, episode 4, speaking of connections, I noticed this artist impression of the uh, TMNT movie Mikey in The Croaking. Uh, yeah, I did not notice this uh, when it aired. This is the uh, Napoleon Bonafrog uh, episode. And yeah, there is a uh, there is a movie uh, t- uh, twenty fourteen TMNT movie Mikey uh, <laughs> sketch kind of snuck in there. Very good, very good eye. Uh, season three, episode five. How on earth did that guy survive without sleep for forty years? That's a very good question. Uh, you can ask Cyril on that one. Um, season three, episode seventeen. Meet Mondo Gecko. Mondo sounded a bit like Michelangelo from the eighties cartoons. I wasn't far off. Uh, I guess most fans already knew who provided Mondo's voice. I didn't. It was a cool surprise. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't realize who provided Mondo's voice without looking it up. Also, I love the ending Cowabunga. Yes, that's, uh, of course, the one and only very talented Robbie Rist, the original voice of Michelangelo from the movie series, the 1990 film. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, Robbie, if you, if, you, uh, uh, if you didn't know, Robbie actually has a a long history of uh, working in the uh, um, entertainment business. So uh, uh, check out his, um, 
check out his uh, his IMDb sometime, and uh, you'll be uh, uh, pleasantly surprised, maybe, on uh, some of his work. Uh, let's see what else uh, she got here. Uh, season three, episode twenty-three, the fourfold trap. Did anyone else notice the minion character on the Beto Bim playing card? Uh, yes, there is actually a a uh, a minion uh, if you, from the uh, the the movies. Uh, <laughs> um yeah that's very interesting that uh they basically snuck one in there uh watching uh season four episode nine the cosmic ocean doesn't that face or something similar appear on a plane in a war movie uh so basically it's mentioning the fact that the uh um the stinger missile has the kind of the face on it like the uh, world war ii planes uh season four episode 10 funniest line of dialogue so far Krang Subprime? No, Megan Fox. <laughs> yes, that was a, that was a great. I think we actually had that clip of that on the on the show here. Uh, season four, episode twelve, the evil of Dreg. April mentioned the Explorer's Guide to the Universe. <laughs> uh, this is the Future Toy Spaceship. Does anyone notice this, notice the smiley turtle face uh, on the back? Uh, yeah, actually, um, it, she sent in a picture too, and it does kind of look like a turtle face, kind of. Uh, with the mask and everything kind of hidden on the back of the uh, of uh, the uh, spaceship there. Interesting. Uh, and uh, that ending hit me right in the feels. Yes, yes. Great ending. Uh, season 4, episode 19, Bat in the Belfry noticed this grumpy cat-esque character on a poster. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, this last bit here, I uh, just found out about uh, the TMNT adult coloring book. Uh and uh so yes yeah, so, uh, actually she sent uh this tweet out to uh tmnt master and uh <laughs> tmnt master uh replied it's going to be a colorful christmas so uh yeah i should say um uh you know for the movie release as well that uh the tmnt movie uh twitter um kind of retweeted us out to a lot a lot of people so appreciate that and that does it for mutated messages. So let's get into our discussion topics with Darby and Alex. Please, please, uh, a moment to reflect. Uh, 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 <laughs> and we are now joined by Darby and Alex into the Turtle Power Podcast. Guys, it's good to have you back. Happy early Christmas. Uh, what uh, what you guys been up to? What's up, Pebbles? How you doing? <laughs> You're Pebbles now, Ryan. I, I hope you know this. He's going to stick to it. He's, he's sticking to oh, it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's Pebbles? good. Oh, it's going to happen. That's good. Darby, I, I just want to let you know I had a Coors Light earlier to uh, celebrate you and your Rocky Mountain-ness, as it were. Yeah, the beer that nobody drinks out here. Yeah. Wow. That's, no, Darby, that's like Foster's in Australia. No, Darby, listen, though. When, when the mountains turn blue, that means it's cold. I've, I've, really? I've, I've read this. <laughs> you, you can't just grab the can and feel if it's cold. <laughs> this That's is a cool. thing, Darby. This is a thing that came from your area. Just want to let you know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well aware. Um, I've seen the brewery a few times. I've, I've driven past it. No desire to go in. But that's me. Lots of people seem to enjoy it, but that's not what we're here to talk about. No, it's not. It, but uh, you know, before we go any further, I just want to say it's it's nice to have us all together. Mm-hmm. I know we've we've all been going through a lot in our lives lately, so uh, 
Uh, it, it is uh, very nice to uh, have this as an early uh, Christmas present. So thank you guys for guys, joining Ryan me. Guys, is trying to grow a man bun still, and it takes so long to do it. All he has is a top knot, and hence his name is now Pebbles. It's not – yeah, I'm not trying to grow the, the full man bun. Actually, the yes. no, the wife keeps – the wife will continuously keep – actually, I'm getting it trimmed tomorrow. She's trimming it down tomorrow. That's cool, Pebbles. You're still Pebbles. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Uh, well, the topics of discussion tonight, uh, the first one is that uh, we've got word from the uh, the guys over at Platinum Dunes that uh, they, at this time, do not foresee a third Platinum Dunes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So Good! <laughs> <laughs> there this, we is, go. this is this is about time for the uh, for that little applause button you uh, you just oh uh, yeah oh see no, I, I I I see I took it out and you missed it nope you missed it <laughs> no no too late it now. has butt cannons yeah that's that's all I got <laughs> well yeah so I mean did we see this coming or is this a surprise sure. to you sure both well no I mean not both just of course we saw it coming hence my good. I mean, I was happy when I read it. By the way, a third movie might not happen. <laughs> yeah, that's great. If you could just stop now instead of like continuing the train wreck that was what this trilogy was going to be, that'd be fan-freaking-tastic. Well, here, here's where my head's at. If, 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 it's a, if it's a situation where Platinum Dudes does not foresee themselves making another Ninja Turtles movie, I think that's good news. In, in, in actually good news, yes, I'm saying good news that we're going Just to have... Just get away from Michael Bay. Get it right. away from Bay. Just, I, please. No, that's a good point. And, and the reason I say that's good news, why is it good news that we're going to have less turtles? It's not necessarily that we're going to have less turtles. I mean, the Viacom and Nickelodeon still have certainly the uh, outlet to make more Ninja Turtles movies, but perhaps with a different producer. Uh, with a different producer, company. writer, CG animation group. Yeah, that'd be right. fantastic. Right. So now, Alex, I want to get your take on this because uh, another Transformers uh, trailer has just come out within the last couple of weeks. Um, do you see a lot of um, a lot of similarities between the two franchises uh, with with kind of the 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 touch of Michael Bay on on both of them do you, do you, do you kind of see them uh, continuing on or do you see them kind of slowly dying a, a death I think the fan base is different um, and I think that's that's one of the one of the reasons that uh, the turtles uh, although you know the the first one was obviously successful as far as the box office goes they made money on it uh, but um, I think because the fan base is so different um, that there are similarities as far as overall creative content, if you even want to call it that, um, between the Transformers and, and, and the Turtles. We've made these similarities before, especially when the first Turtles movie came out. Oh, yeah. But as far as the, the, the fan base, I mean, I feel, and this is, this is my own personal opinion, you didn't get any backlash from the Transformer movies. The only thing you may have gotten was maybe the human element, right? That, that's, that seems to be the common uh, repeater is, oh, there's too much of a human element. It should have been more about the, the Transformers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's the same with the Turtles, right? The difference is yep. that the Turtles fan base is, in my opinion, much more passionate 
okay, and takes things we take things a lot more personal ah. than the Transformers fan base does. That's again my own personal opinion, but I mean there was not the <laughs> level of outrage that the first Turtles movies got from from fans, especially when that first well, script came out. Well, to be fair though, when it came to the Transformers movie. Yeah, there's the human element, but who was the main character? It was a brand new character just created for the movie to really take the place of the Avatar as the fans. Like, hey, you can just pretend to be this guy and love this movie. Whereas with the Turtles, it was well-established characters like April O'Neil and Vernon and Casey Jones that they started focusing on instead of the Ninja Turtles. So it was like... That's true. And and, I mean, also... That was different. with the Transformers, you you expected that level of CGI, and you expected these massive robots that that dwarfed yeah. humans. It was that's never been it's never been the case uh, with the turtles. I mean, they're 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 typically uh, smaller than than the average human as far as height goes. Well, they're all um, shorter and, than April. Every single right. one of them, and at least in the '87 series, they all looked up that like April's shoulders. They came up to her shoulders. Even more, they could so, motorboat right? and yeah. standing up. Traditionally, you know? traditionally in, in turtles lore, yeah, that the turtles have been shorter. Yeah, and right. I don't so, remember Raphael being strong enough to pick up a shipping container and just throw it at a crap ton of guys <laughs> like pretty easily. Right. So that's don't another, remember that, that's them. Bulletproof. <laughs> so, uh, if we don't foresee a future of the turtles with platinum <clears throat> dunes. Is there a movie maker uh, that you see out there that you think would gel well with the Turtles franchise or that you would just like to see this type of uh, filmmaker make a Ninja Turtles movie? Oh, I could think of one, but it'll never happen. No, that's okay. That's what we do here. Okay, fine. You want one? Disney. Look what they've done with Star Wars and the Marvel Universe ever since they've acquired both of them. Yeah, I, I can't argue against that. Done. I can't argue against <laughs> like, that. That's all you have. Look what they've done with Marvel. And you know what? Don't even give me don't even give me a movie. Don't even give me a movie. Give me a Daredevil like Netflix show. Give yeah. me that. Yeah. I don't need the movie. I'll take a Daredevil version. I'll take a Daredevil like Dude, you you already had that with Next Mutation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that one is. But I digress. I'm just saying, give me that. Give me a mature level. Give me like, oh my god, our weapons actually do damage to people if we hit them with them. Right. You know? yeah. Oh my god, Leo actually cut some dude's arm off. That's crazy. A sword can do that. Rap just stabbed a dude in the eye with a side because guess what? It can puncture skin. I'm not saying yeah. they have to kill people, but if it happens, it happens. <laughs> right. Alex, you got yeah. any? Uh, and, and a lot of these characters too have a. <clears throat> have a tendency not ninja turtles in general but other characters they've been given the abilities to grow with their fan base and that's a big issue with the turtles nowadays is they're the teenage new ninja turtles they will for- forever be teenagers yeah that's really cool when you're you know four years old and you get into the turtles like we did at that age but as you get older it's kind of like all right all right yeah it's cute it's funny um give me something real now how about that Yep. Or is that just me? You know, like, <clears throat> hey, you know what? We've got these Marvel movies that are real family friendly. Ha ha. They, they, they quip jokes while they're fighting. Ha ha. But then you have the Daredevil show. Then you have Luke Cage. Just like, yeah, no, this is the real stuff right here. <clears throat> well, you're right. I mean, it's kind of, it almost seems, I mean, it's not that it almost seems. It's, it, it, it is what it is. It's a fact that the, the turtles, turtles have kind of gotten stuck in time, you know, as far as the, the, how people view the franchise. And it, it hasn't progressed. 
it hasn't progressed to to that more mature you know content with the exception of the comics but the comics have always been somewhat mature uh and comics the are, are different the comics are like a one-off cartoon show where they go into the future you know right or something yeah. like that and right. and the grown-up turtles mm. are there mm. interesting so really just kind of do like a um uh yeah uh, that's that's an interesting aspect. I mean, you know, we're kind of seeing that now, where where studios are kind of doing that. Like, I mean, with Rogue One, that just that just came out, um, where you know these these uh, studios are are feeling um, up to making these one off stories that uh, don't necessarily have to fall within a larger um, uh, storied franchise. They can be just kind of one off stories. I, I I think that's a really good idea. Um, and Disney's partnered with the Turtles in the past. I mean, they showed up at the MGM back when it was the MGM Studios. They had the Ninja Turtles. We got their autographs. It was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so you know that, like, the costumed version of the characters can do well in a place like Disney. Yeah. Like, there's no question about that at all. <clears throat> Very but true. Nick owns it, and Nick can buy a con. Well, I get it. But I'm saying in a perfect world, give me Disney. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, DreamWorks and... is a close runner-up. Because DreamWorks I tends that. to have more adult-oriented themes in their cartoon DreamWorks. movies, in their animated movies. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think uh, Nick isn't it. Nick and Viacom aren't in the position where they'd be willing to give up the rights to, to the turtles because they're freaking they're cash cows right now. I yeah, mean, right now, right now, you know. And that's, but why do you but, think why do you think ownership has changed over the entire course of the Ninja Turtles? It, it happens. It's, it's <laughs> cyclical. Like since they're mm-hmm. stuck in time, yeah, people kind of get tired of the same old shtick. So then, you know, all right, they'll go away for a while and then we'll bring them back and you guys will love it. And it's true. Always happens. Maybe that can happen. That's that's the case. And then then a better studio could do it. No, no. No, I mean, it's the member berries. That's what it is. It's it's the member (laughs) berries all over again. But I'm just saying when they said that, hey, we're not going to do another Ninja Turtle movie. In my head, I went good because the last two movies Oh my god, the last two movies. Anyway, they've already shown that they really can't make good, high-quality films. So, you know what? You're not making another one? Good. Well, you know what? In a few years, somebody else will pick up the movie rights and maybe do a better job. I'd rather take that chance than take the chance on a third installment with a bland Casey Jones, a Megan Fox, April O'Neil, who apparently just can be badass when she wants to be. Uh, just, nah. Nah. Yeah, give me, give I, me I something don't, new. I don't wanna, I'll take the chance. I don't wanna... Right. I don't want another another turtle movie just for the sake of having another turtle movie. You know, exactly. I, I don't want another piece of shit just to have another piece of shit. It, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, I don't want do April O'Neil as the main character. I'm sorry. I want the turtles as the main characters. Yeah. Yeah. That would only make fucking sense. Right. Hey, if it was, hey, a, remember if it was first... a one-off, if it was a one-off that would follow maybe well, think, April's think... origins, that'd be different. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Now think like TMNT, right? That's basically what TMNT was. That was a one-off story. A very and good one-off story. It was story. the second-best Ninja Turtle movie ever made. So yeah, it was great. It was great, and you know, I mean, even though it had faulty weaponry, it was a great movie. <laughs> uh, so here's here's where I'm thinking. I'm thinking, let uh, New Line Cinemas re- reacquire the rights of you know, of course, they were the the original uh, original uh-huh. the original. Um, so and they are currently partnered with Warner Brothers, which Turtles has a history of Warner Brothers. I uh, believe the uh, yeah. that TMNT Batman, movie, anybody? of course, Batman. <laughs> right? Okay, well, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, and either that, or or we go with um, 
we go with the 20th Century Fox. And only because he's uh, just become uh, available, Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool. Because uh, yeah. he's, he's no longer going to be connected with the, uh, the Deadpool sequel. Let him take a shot at making a... Because, uh, I, I mean, we've seen the quality work that he's able to, to come up with in, in, uh, in directing a film. Especially a yeah, film about... A, a, yeah, but it's, it's a character. It's, a, it's an adult film, right? It's a film uh, about well, a ninja, right? Uh, well, he's got two swords, right? I know he shoots guns, too. But, and, like, you know, those original Marvel, or excuse me, those original um, Mirage <laughs> comics, I mean, they they were more for adults, I would say. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I think that would be a, I think that would be a good mix there. Well, the I'm good thing about Tim I, Miller is that he's always, he's always stayed true to the, like, he cares about the fan base and, and how they perceive the movie. That's, I mean, that was one, that was the biggest thing that drew all fans, including obviously Deadpool fans into that movie is how, how, how true they, I mean, they stuck with it. It was, it was supposed to be not rated R originally. Remember that was the whole right. argument, PG 13 rated R PG 13. We will not make a rated, a, a PG 13 Deadpool. It's impossible to do. So, but maybe potentially if, if Tim Miller were to get it, I wouldn't be completely opposed to it. I'd be, uh, I would be excited. I mean, it's easy to get excited after all the the huge fucking turd that we've just been served. Um, <laughs> but twice, twice, you know. But I, I mean, I think Tim Tim Miller's not an awful, awful choice. I I, I do like it. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. All I know is when they said they weren't making a third one, like I said, good. Give somebody else a chance to make something good. If it sucks, whatever. The third one was going to suck anyway. And, and there's nobody out there that could be like, you don't know that. No, no, I know that. So, so are you saying, are, are you saying, you know what would have happened in the third it? movie? You already know in the third movie, Casey Jones finally becomes a detective. Like he always wanted to be. <laughs> oh, God. This is fucking terrible. Hey guys. Hey guys. I'm Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. Hey guys, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a detective. Detective Jones. Hopes and we dreams, were so, right? we were so fucking excited about that. That cast. Yeah. 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 And we then were, arrow went to shit really freaking quickly. And then it, it was did. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Amell, you're a great Oliver Queen, but yeah. Yeah. We need a want so are, are but, you, then, but, then, but then you know what really hurt it was when all these rumors came out about other people that auditioned for the role of Casey Jones and got turned down. And it was like, oh, that guy would have been better. 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 Like, why didn't they go with any of those guys? I don't think it mattered. I don't think it mattered. I think it was just the writing. I think it was just the writing. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I think we're all in, in, uh, in consensus here that, uh, actually the lack of a, of a platinum dunes third movie, I think is actually a good thing for the franchise. And, uh, it, you know, we, there will be someone else that picks this up. It's not a, there will not be an another turtle movie. Even if it's 20 years from now, there yes. will be another one. It will happen. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for all the, uh, all the listeners out there, don't be, don't be worried about it. Um, there will be another turtles movie and, Fingers crossed it will be picked up by someone who really can uh, can really do something proper. I, uh, with this I think we're going to get an animated movie before. All right. Before that. Now, perfect segue, dude. Well, um, let, let's 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 go into the second story here because we have a rumor uh, that uh, this is all all coming from a um, it's actually from a survey of a uh, of an animated Batman film. 
And the uh, the rumor <coughs> is that Warner Brothers is possibly planning a Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, crossover film, animated film. Uh, you know, in the so animated in the uh, in the vein of a um, uh, like they just did the uh, the uh, Dark Knight, um, the two part Dark Knight uh, trilogy, mm-hmm. which is. I said uh, two part trilogy. trilogy. Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say the two part no. trilogy. Yeah, the two part trilogy. I think I put a little too much Irish cream in my coffee tonight. So, hey guys, you see, you see the Platinum Dunes, Ninja Turtles, the two part trilogy that they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, look, it, 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 it's. <laughs> Have you watched it? By the way, the the, the two part trilogy. Uh, I've yeah, watched the. It's... First, I so I've read the whole thing. I've watched the first half. I'm, I'm I've got the second half still. Oh, it's great! It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's uh, it's phenomenal. It is. It did. Did you not like it? Wait, what? What are we talking about now? The Dark Knight, um, uh, animated uh, movie. Oh, you know what? Honest to God, haven't seen it. <clears throat> no, they're great. They're great. I, I mean, I've seen their animated movies. I love every DC. Knows mm-hmm. how, and that's the thing. DC, I'd be so excited for this because DC knows how to do animated movies for adults. They know how to do so, it really well. So does does Kevin Conroy have to be the voice of Batman in order for this to be good? I think no, because there's so, other people that can voice so, Batman. They've done it. So I mean, Conroy, well, don't get me wrong. The dude is legendary. All right, it'd be like having another guy play Joker instead of Mark Hamill. I get it, but yeah. there are people out there who can sound Troy Baker, one of the greatest. VO artists of our time right mm-hmm. now. He does. Mm-hmm. Have you heard him do Joker? Because he sounds exactly like Mark Hamill. There are other people yep. out there who can do it. I'm not saying Perfect. he has. I'd You're right. I mean, Kevin. you know what? I'd Will Arnett to be Kevin Cobb. Yeah. Will. Will Arnett. Yeah, he's Batman. He, he is he's, Batman. He's, he's Batman. He has Batman in the movie. You are so, 100% twice. Two movies, actually. Mm-hmm. So the the latest <laughs> one yep. is uh, The Killing Joke. Uh, that did right. have Kevin Conroy, but in those the Dark Knight Returns um, uh, two parter, that was Peter Weller voicing Batman mm-hmm. in both of those. Mm-hmm. So, which was I'm an older it's an older heard. Batman. So, but, but Peter Weller is like what ancient? He's he's it was an older Batman, so yes. it made sense. He's sixty nine, right? So yeah, yeah. he's a little older. Zing. Yeah, maybe not ancient. Ancient. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For, for all of our seventy-year-old listeners, uh, <laughs> isn't it amazing how how ancient just gets further and further away as you age? Oh yeah, yeah ten years yeah. ago, sixty-nine would've been ancient. Now it's like that's well, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all getting uh, older. Uh, well, yeah. So, um, what do you guys think about this? Do you think this is something uh, that you'd like to see? Is it something that you think you could see uh, happening? Uh, I mean, we've got I, the success. If it happens, of... I think it'd be great. There's no doubt in my mind they, yep. they would know how to do it. We've certainly got well, Kevin Eastman would be able to finally be like because Kevin Eastman. I mean, like, every time like, I don't know, I feel like he kind of prefers more adult oriented Ninja Turtle stuff. So because like, yeah. you know he's an adult, so you know, hey, why not have the chance to do something more adult oriented with the Ninja Turtles in it? <laughs> why say no to that and make money at the same time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the creative side of him, yes. Obviously, the business side of him. Or you know, that what, right? Yep. I mean, whatever, whatever's making money, right? Whatever's uh-huh. making money. But I yep. mean, I think the creative. The, I mean, at the end of the day, he's still an artist. I think, yeah, I think he would absolutely love it. He'd eat it up, man. And I think it'd be fantastic. I think it'd do great, and um, it would do as well as the uh, the standalone standalone Batman movies that they do, 
that DC does, and those are phenomenal. Red Hood under the Red Hood has been phenomenal. Was was phenomenal. Uh, Killing Joke was good, you know, uh, and so on and so forth. I mean, there's you know, freaking Son of Batman and so on and so forth. They're, they've all been phenomenal. Oh, Batman, uh, Son of Batman bothered me. I'm sorry. It what? was good, but. That- Oh, I'm sorry. Slade Wilson lost his eye to, to Damian Wayne. Yeah, that is just something I will never buy ever, 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 okay. ever, <laughs> ever, 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 I actually, ever, uh, I actually ever. over uh, Thanksgiving, watched uh, Under the Red Hood. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, it's, 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 I'm surprised it took you so long. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. We've got that HBO Now. We've got the HBO Now and... Uh, uh, I've got there's a lot of uh, animated Batman on there. So I well I, with the Dark Knight Returns, I know it's been out. Obviously, Under the Red Hood came out in 2010. Uh, the Dark Knight Returns uh, Part One in 2012, Part Two in 2013. Uh, with those ones, I actually I wanted to make sure I actually read all of the uh, all of the comics first, which that is not a short book. <laughs> the The Dark Knight Returns is is massive, um, and it, they really yeah. squeeze in those panels. Uh, so. That one took me a while to get through, but uh, very good, very good, and I think they did a great adaptation of it. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I think if you give it to DC, if you if you let DC handle the the project, where it basically IDW or um, I, I don't know if IDW even plays into it. I'm not sure um, if if it's just a situation where maybe they are just consulting. Uh, but uh, DC is is kind of taking the 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 lead, and and it's really more just Nickelodeon Viacom just saying, "Here you go, DC. Here's the turtle characters. You know, make something good. Give us a cut of whatever you make." Um, I think that's I think it's probably how to get it to work right. And that's basically, from what I understand, that's how the um, the Batman comics are going. Which um, of course we had that great. Uh, series the uh, with the IDW turtles and Batman, which was in the Batman universe. It wasn't in the the, tur- the IDW mm-hmm. continuity at all. Uh, and now, of course, we've got the uh, the animated versions, which are still being released um, right now. Uh, we're in the middle of that series, so um, yeah, the Batman advent- Batman T- uh, TMNT adventures. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I just picked up uh, issue two on that one. Yes. Uh, let's see. Two. Uh, yeah, is, I think is there three out yet? Let me see. I'm I think there's look, three out. Looking through my notes here. Is there three? I thought it was just two. Um, uh, or three's about to come out. Oh, two year. just came out. Yep, two just came out. So, yep, two yeah. just came out. The the cover I was just fan. I, I got a variant cover. Is this? I'm not sure what it is. It's the one with a um, Harley Quinn and the turtles are all. Oh out. yeah, that's a great one. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was yeah. April, it was, April's not having a good time in that cover. <laughs> Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, well, you know, Harley Quinn is kind of, you know, they kind of played around with her character a little bit and, you know, she's had a lot of, uh, female on female relations and I think, uh, Mm. looks like, uh, let's not get into that. Actually, her and Poison Ivy had a great team up in the comics. They did. They did. That's, that's kind of what I was hinting on. Yep. That's kind of why Harley Quinn is as powerful as she is, is because Poison Ivy made her that powerful. Mm. Interesting. So, but anyway. I mean, this this just proves that the 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 first team up was so successful that they decided to go ahead and continue to do it. And uh, there's no reason why this shouldn't lead. If if this continues to be successful, it shouldn't lead to 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 a movie. And I think that's that's kind of where the rumors start stemming from. Is the the comics have been so successful? So why not? 
why not just make a movie and, and, and see how far they can take it. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. So fingers crossed on that one. I, I think that would be a win-win uh, for, for both DC and for Nickelodeon Viacom uh, and for, I think a win-win-win because for the fans also. Um, yep. You know, the, and I, I don't uh, know. If... I can guarantee you at least one thing. It'd be better than a third Platinum Dunes movie. <laughs> so, which version of the uh, of the Turtles and, and Batman would you like to see in this? IDW. Uh, <clears throat> IDW yeah. Turtles and what kind of Batman? Uh, the goddamn Batman. <laughs> like, like what? I mean, in a perfect world, it'd probably be Frank Miller. Then, if you want to go that route, but yeah. 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 Frank Miller also made the Batman that defeated Superman, which just I just never no 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 <laughs> never. Uh, but yeah, he also created that Batman. He was the one that actually made Batman that way. Batman was like the Rainbow Warrior. Like really, he had a Batman outfit of every different color. You can look this crap up. I'm not making it up. He had a pink outfit. He had a blue one. He had a green one. He had a purple one. He had a yellow one. I'm not making this up. And then Frank Miller. I was like, you know what? Yeah, hokey and everything was fine during the '60s, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go back. I'm gonna go this way with Batman, and and that's the Batman we all know and love. So yeah, no. If you had to go with a version of Batman, Frank Miller's. He might be too dark for the IDW Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it might be. He actually, dude, this guy is like even Raphael would turn to the turtles. Like he'd lean back. To be like, dude, am I the only one who thinks this guy's like really messed up? Like, oh my god, I'm I'm he just impaled that guy. Did you see that? <laughs> I'm thinking, um, the Frank Miller Batman would work best with the Mirage Turtles, that's what yeah, I'm whatever. thinking. But, uh, I don't know, I, I could kind of see a um, a Nick Turtles and animated Batman movie uh, working well, but uh. I I would no. probably I would probably <laughs> Just, like no. to see mm-hmm. yeah if I, they if they if they did if they did which I would rather not see but if they did it would have to be Batman the animated series or you know what would be cool if they went a Batman Beyond route oh okay with it um, I mean they're, they're traveling into the future and so on and so forth anyway so what's to say they don't travel to that. To, to, to that point in time. Because which and, Batman do you want to see the Turtles team up with? <clears throat> Trevor McGinnis or Bruce Wayne? Oh, gee, no, let no. me take like one seconds to think about that one. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying if, if they go the Nick Turtles route, that Great. would be... Actually, oh, I, the Nick Turtles route? No, this, no, 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 no. The Nick Turtles route, they're going to be hanging out with the Teen Titans. That's who they're going to be hanging out with. Oh, God, you're, yeah, that, 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 that is true. I'm not but, even going to give them justice i'm but, not even giving them young justice i'd give them teen that, that's who they hang out and then there would be a ton of jokes about greg sipes doing both voices ah there yeah. you go oh, a yeah. beast playing freaking mikey yeah Bat- obviously now batman beyond would be uh the 2003 uh fast forward uh turtles that that that's that's that connection definitely yeah that connection. no yeah, it, that's, that's, yeah that's made true. a little bit of sense but I mean, That's out of the true. three cartoon versions of of the turtles, they are they are the most adult oriented one. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. No, I think I, I think there's a lot of combinations that they can definitely work with that would be tremendous. Um, so right, but, fingers crossed that this actually. Quick, though, when it comes to a movie, look. When it comes to a turtles movie, I get it. 
They're going to fight Shredder. They're going to fight Krang. I get it. It's been running to the ground. How about, like, Bishop? How about Bishop? <clears throat> Why can't Bishop show up in a movie like, oh, yeah, I'm this badass, like, secret agent guy who's going to beat the crap out of all of you? Mm, mm-hmm. And if you really wanted to get DC technical crossover with it, Bishop and Amanda Waller, Suicide Squad, if you wanted to go that route. I'm That'd just saying, mm-hmm. I think Bishop deserves his time in the sun. At least a little bit. Like, look, I get it. Shredder, cool, badass. Except in the second movie that came out last year, where he was punked like a little bitch. Um, but it's just like, I get it. Shredder, he'll always be there. That's fine. But I, I don't know. Give somebody else a chance. Hey guys, there's a new Ninja Turtle movie coming out. Uh, they're gonna fight Shredder. Oh, okay. Right. Well, hey guys, this other yeah. movie's coming out. Uh, they're gonna fight Shredder. Oh, okay. Well, we hey, saw guys, the, this one. Hey, you know, and, and, and what was it? What was the second best of every single Ninja Turtle movie? TMNT, right? We, we've said that many times. Hey, where was Shredder in that movie? Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Very true. Um, I I actually have been playing the um, uh, Telltale series. I'm making my way through that as well. The uh, Batman, Batman Telltale. Yeah. Oh, dude, I finished it. It was. Did you finish amazing. it? Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. It's a week ago, I guess. It's episode. What, five, what episode are you on? Uh, I'm still early. I think I'm in two still. So talk about a untapped uh, potential there would be a Telltale Turtles. I think we've mentioned that in the past, but uh, oh man, like they you know they've they've upped their game with this Batman series uh, from everything I've heard. So next Game of Thrones comes out, and whenever they finally get around to doing Wolf Among Us two, that would be fan flipping tastic. Yeah. Yep. Last very quick question. Uh, you guys hoping for any uh, turtle toys uh, during Christmas? No. <laughs> I, kind of a, I don't really play with the toys anymore. I just don't. It's just, I mean, I have some. That's fine. But I mean, it was it was negative 12 degrees here like four days ago. Give me give me some pajama pants okay, to wear. Let, let, me, uh, oh, yeah, let, me, let me rephrase it as uh, uh, TMNT collectibles. Are pajama pants really collectibles? I think I mean, so. Yeah. Sure, no, no, yeah. It's gonna, nobody's going to buy those. Merch. Know they TMNT merch. Option. TMNT merchandise. Is there, is there a yo-yo that you're really looking for? I mean, I, I know I'm getting some some sort of TMNT merchandise. I, I get it every year. Yeah. And considering I, I was there when my, when my wife bought some for me for Christmas. Word. And, you know, I know I'm getting something. but My yeah, mom always christmas she never knows what's to get me so she focuses on like one thing she knows i likes and buys like 30 presents based off that yeah pretty sure i'll be getting some turtle gear again this time well i appreciate you guys uh calling in and uh and joining me for this evening Uh, guess i don't see you sooner good afternoon good evening and good night (laughs) later not sooner but i don't see you later anyway all right guys i'm out i'll talk to you later later. appreciate it guys see ya Thanks again to Darby and Alex for joining me on another great episode of the Turtle Power Podcast. Closing us out today is going to be another song by the very, very talented J.D. Nash. Uh, This is a a listener that uh, contacted us. Uh, We featured him, I believe it was on the last episode uh, as well. And uh, this is going to be a cover, an acoustic cover of Coming Out of Their Shells uh, from, uh, of course, from the, uh, the live stage show. Uh, fantastic piece here. Hope you enjoy it, and we will talk to you next time. When there's music inside of you Someday you know it's got to come through That's why we're here and we're telling you true We're coming out of a shell
Hey guys, make sure to check us out on our official website, www.turtlepowerpodcast.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at TMNT Podcast. You can follow me, Ryan, at Big Don Pat. Follow me, Alex, at A Rodriguez 2005. Follow me, Darby, at Darby T. Patton. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash turtlepowerpodcast. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com forward slash turtlepowerpodcast. You can also share your feedback with us via old-fashioned email, turtlepowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe and listen on Stitcher.